0: Welcome to Popner Lounge, the show where we share the stories of creatives to inspire fellow creatives. I'm your host, Steph Fam. For this bonus episode, we're shaking up the lounge with LA alt-pop musical duo Bahari. Their music was featured in projects such as Teen Wolf and To All the Boys I Loved Before, PS I Love You. We talk about how the duo formed, the impact of film and TV syncing on their career, and their latest single, Hot Mess. Sit back, relax, and enjoy my chat with Bahari. Welcome to Popner Lounge. Joining me today in the lounge is Bahari. Bahari, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Hi, we're so excited.
0: You two started music at a young age. What drove you guys to continue it and continue down the path of music?
2: I mean, I think when we met, I think both of us knew since we were really young that this is what we wanted to do. I just don't know if we fully knew that it was actually something that we were capable of doing for the like forever and so when we met being able to do it with someone that had those same feelings as you and who equally wanted it as badly as you I think we just kind of never looked back after that because we always just encouraged each other.
0: I love that your name Bahari means ocean in Swahili. Do you have a connection with the ocean growing up that inspired the band name?
1: Yeah, we both grew up by the beach, which was something that we had in common. And I think, like, our music was
0: definitely influenced
1: by But I was asking her how to say certain words in Swahili, which is the, like, native language that they speak on the island that Ruby's from. And we got to Ocean, and she was like, Bahari. We just looked at each other, (laughs) and we were like,
0: that's it. I love it. It's so unique. And and I don't know, it just seems kind of like ethereal and mystical and that's what I love about it but you can take it so many different directions and that's what I love it it's vast like the ocean like (laughs) mysterious mysterious you mentioned you two meeting at a young age the forming of the group was very natural did it feel serendipitous that you two happened to be at that same studio that that day that you met
2: yeah it felt very serendipitous you know I think I had just moved to America. I didn't really have any friends and I knew I wanted to do music. I just didn't really know what it was that I wanted to do. And I think as soon as we met, we just became, before we even talked about like starting a band together or like, you know, any of the business things that we weren't thinking about, we just became best friends and we had a sleepover and we wrote our first song. And it just, like it did, you're right, it happened really naturally. And I don't think we even really realized until much later that It'll happen so quickly.
0: Did you ever write a song that you didn't intend to push out? You kind of just wrote it for you creatively. And did you end up releasing that song?
1: I think for me personally, uh, I wrote a song about a relationship for me where someone had passed that was really, really close to me. And I wrote a song called Jackie Kennedy. And I think it was just to heal. It was just a way to express those feelings that I didn't really know how to, how else to do. And when I showed it to Ruby, she was like, oh, like, I really love this. And I think that we could put this out and other people could relate to it. And when she said that, that was when I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is why we write music. This is why we do what we do. And that's when that song became something that I wanted to share.
0: After sharing it, did you feel or hear um, from your audience responses that they connected with the song and shared the same emotions that you were trying to convey through writing that song.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think especially after COVID and everybody went through such a hard time as well, it was just it's such a way to connect with people that listen to our music that we hadn't before. And I think it was, especially after we played it live for the first time when we opened for Elohim on the group therapy tour, that was already such an open environment, so to be able to play that song and be on such an intimate level with the people watching the show, I think it just created like such a cool space. And after that, we were like, "Okay, cool. We're like putting this song out. We're going to put it on the EP." And it was just like a big changing moment, I think, to be more vulnerable.
0: You landed some major sinks, like wild ones, ending up in Teen Wolf and crashing into all the love, all the boys I loved before. PS, I still love you. Yes. How has that exposure impacted your career? It's been
1: really crazy. I think it's not something that we expected. And so I think especially after Wild Ones, when it was in Teen Wolf, we got so many responses from people that also struggled to fit in and like really gravitated towards that song, which is why we wrote it. And so I think after that, like, especially the first one, we were like, okay, cool. Like we're going to write music together forever.
2: (laughs) I also think it's just, it was just crazy in general because, you know, Natalia and I, we watch a lot of TV and a lot of movies and we found so many songs through that. And so like Mm -hmm. watching it back where we are seeing our song in it and other people being like, oh, I found your song because I was watching so-and-so like, it's just really fun because I know how much it means to us when we find something in a movie or TV show and how excited we get about it. So it was definitely like kind of surreal being like, Oh wow. Like that's cool. Very cool.
0: (laughs) I can't imagine because I mean, I know how a big of a deal it is for an artist to see, one of their pieces of music used as a storytelling element in mm-hmm. film or TV. And so I can't even imagine like seeing your work in something as big of a thing as a Netflix streaming movie or just something like Teen Wolf. It, it must be absolutely wild and hopefully more syncs to come in the future. People using your music oh, stories. So yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're so grateful for that. It's been such a cool opportunity for us.
0: Social media, especially TikTok, has influenced the music industry majorly within the last few years. How do creatives find their own way to express themselves within that platform rather than let it shape the way that they create?
1: I think for us, we've just always wanted to be as authentic as possible on every platform. And Yeah, I think it's just been really helpful for us to connect with people that listen to our music in different ways. There's obviously negatives to it, but I think looking at the positives, it's been really helpful to connect us to people.
2: Hey nerds, thank you for sticking around with us. We hope you're enjoying the episodes so far. We're always looking to improve the show, so any and all feedback you can give us is greatly appreciated. We're also constantly on the lookout for creatives to feature. So if you think you'd be perfect or know someone we should speak to, let us know. We can be reached over on our contact page at popnerdlounge.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the episode.
0: Let's talk about your latest drop, Hot Mess, featuring Yoshi Flower. First of all, let me just go on a little bit of a side tangent I absolutely love the record Whenever I first heard it, I was like, oh my gosh This is such a great bass line I love the storytelling of it and I, It was just an absolute banger when I first heard it so, Thank
2: you so love, much
0: Love the record Let's talk about, So let's talk about the single When was the last time someone Or something turned you into a hot mess?
2: Oh, far more often than I think both of us would like to admit
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
2: I think especially with this song, you know, like we wrote it with Yoshi Flower and he's a very close friend of ours and we were in a session with him and he was like, how are you guys feeling? We're like, honestly, like we just feel like just a little bit all over the place at the moment and we feel so comfortable with him. And sometimes when you write with someone that you're so familiar with, you know, you don't really think about the pressure behind like making a song. And so we just made the track in the room and each took turns freestyling. And that's just what came out. And I think it's, you know, something that a lot of creatives can relate to. You get really like overwhelmed with everything going on. And suddenly all of a sudden you're like, Oh my gosh, everything's a mess. When in reality, it's not always like that.
0: You talked about collabing with Yoshi. He's been a friend for a while. Um, I'm sure that you've written a lot of stuff together, but what made this record in particular special?
1: I think we wrote Savage as well with Yoshi Flower, um, which was another song that we, that was the first time we experienced writing with him. And his writing his style is so similar to ours that it just made it so fun. And I think it was like the quickest we've ever written songs with him. And like Ruby said, like we all just jump on the mic and freestyle and concepts come in a a much more natural way. And it's just something that we really enjoy doing. It's like hanging out with each other.
0: I also love the music video that accompanies Hot Mess. What was experience like creating that visual? I think
1: we, we normally do really dramatic, like action type videos. (laughs) And we wanted to try something different. We wanted to try something a little more high fashion and try different rooms with different colors. And because this was our fe- a feature with Yoshi, we wanted us each individually to have our own spaces, like how we do on the actual song. Um, and we're really excited with how it turned out. I don't think we expected it to be as cool as like we thought it was we were like oh yeah like actually turned out really well we were really involved in the creative process so sometimes it's like hard to tell if something's good until you see the end
0: result ruby were you wanting to say something about the visual
2: yeah i think with this video in particular like we had such a strong idea of like what we wanted it to look like you know we we drew it all out we like found the director we were like this is what we want and he captured it in a way that's better than we thought we would ever do, you know? And so it's really cool to see that come to life exactly how we envisioned it.
0: What's something that you're grateful that music gave to you?
2: I mean, I'm grateful for Natalia. I don't think we would have
0: met. (laughs) I don't think we
2: would have met if we weren't both as like passionate and driven for it. And I think I'm also grateful that we both get to have this emotional outlet and that Mm -hmm. we get to connect with people like all around the world that relate to the things that we want to say in our music. So I think there's a lot to be grateful for.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It brought (laughs) us together. I feel like we're family and yeah, it's just been such a good outlet for us to be able to release things together. And yeah. Watch what Ruby said.
0: (laughs) Now, I love the sound of Hot Mess, like I was mentioning before, and you create from so many different genres. Do you have a sonic visual in mind or like kind of a sonic sonic sound in mind that you have for this like next musical chapter that you guys are planning ahead?
2: Yeah, I think we do. You know, it's always hard to, especially with genres being so fluid these days, it's always very hard to pinpoint Mm -hmm. exactly what we want our specific sound to be. But I think that Natalia and I both write in a very natural way. So whatever we're feeling in that moment, whatever we want to talk about, that's just kind of the sound of what comes out in that day. So that's why I think our sound differs a lot per song, but I think there'll always be an element of continuality just because both of us are writing them together, you know? So I guess it just depends on
1: the song. Yeah. I mean, we'll always, we'll always make pop music. That's what we love to do. But, you know, we play instruments as well, so I think we've been putting a lot more of that into our music for this next chapter, and we're really excited for people to hear it.
0: Ooh, that little tease. I'm so excited. I, I love your music, and I cannot wait for this next musical chapter. I'm super excited. (laughs) Now, my last question for you guys, you have been absolute goddesses. Thank you so much for speaking. Oh my gosh. Thank
2: Thank you for having us.
0: Uh, uh, My last question for you is why are you a creative?
2: I. You go first. You go first. first. I think um, it's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly the why. I think, you know, since I was a kid, since I was really young, I've always had a very vivid imagination. I've always been very creative and I was, my mom was always very encouraging of that. And I think, you know, growing up, I knew I wanted to do something that was like emotionally gratifying and we've just been fortunate in life and lucky to be able to actually make a living out of it.
1: Yeah. For me, I think I've always grown up listening to women from different decades that turned heartbreak into something beautiful. And I think that's always been something that has been really inspiring for the both of us. And it's, yeah, it's just an outlet. It's the only way I think I really know how to express myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think for both of us, it's like a big, yeah. a, it's, it's a survival technique for both of us at this point.
0: Ooh, I like the way that you phrase that survival technique. I I feel (laughs) especially for creatives during these past couple of years that we needed something to not only connect with us, but to let the world just have this, I guess, moments of relief and exactly. all this like trauma. Honestly, it's been trauma, but like, you know, all this, uh, you know, craziness that's going on in the world. I feel like having that outlet and having that ability to express creatively, I think that's, yeah, I think that's why we became creatives. Honestly, is just to connect with others and to have an outlet, even during the craziest of times. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Very true.
0: (laughs) Well, ladies have been amazing. I'm going to turn the floor over to you, and you can let people know where to find you on social media, where they can catch up with you, and what they can expect for this next musical chapter.
1: (laughs) We are Bahari on all platforms, and right
2: Yep, B H A R I. Um, and yeah, we'd love to, like, if you guys found out about us through this, like, let us know. We love making new friends. We are super excited to put out new music. There's a lot that's coming very soon. Um, yes. And this has been
1: so fun. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us.
0: Thank you for speaking with me. I'm so glad to talk with you about your amazing new single. And I look forward to all the new things that are going to come up. Thank, thank you. you. Special thanks to Bihari for being my guest on this episode. If you want to learn more about Bihari, visit the links in the show notes. Pop Nerd Lounge is executive produced by Steph Pham and Vico. Vico serves as the creative director and Steph Pham serves as the host and editor. For all things Pop Nerd Lounge, visit our website at popnerlounge.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope you tune in next time for another conversation with a fellow creative. I'm your host, Steph Pham.